If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. More than 500 Kaiser Permanente workers joined the picket line outside the health provider's main Santa Rosa complex on Thursday to show solidarity for members of the local engineers union who have been on strike for more than two months over wages. If you've been driving in that general area, you've probably seen all the tents and all the signs. At first, I was like, what is going on here? But now we are learning more and more about why all these employees are on strike. So the strike took place outside Kaiser's Bicentennial Way location. Kaiser said in a statement yesterday that after many hours of bargaining on Tuesday and Wednesday with Local 39 that there was no movement in negotiations. And another picket line is expected today, and they're going to continue to happen until there's some sort of uh, resolvement. They've really got themselves comfortable out there. I don't know if you've seen the tent, Tanner, but they've got like string lights hanging out. They've got like a grill or something. It's nicer than my apartment. I know. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, Toyota is recalling more than 200,000 2018 and 2019 Camrys. And Tanner, before we went on air, you said, oh man, I'm so glad I didn't get a Camry. Yeah, I was going to get a 2018 Camry originally. I'm glad I didn't. But for people that did, that's an unfortunate situation. Well, here's what's going on. And don't panic because there are solutions. Now, the brake system components can apparently wear out prematurely in these models, causing problems with the Camry's brake assistance, making drivers, you know, more likely to crash. So if you do own a 2018 or 19 Camry that needs to be checked, Toyota is going to notify you by mid-January. They're going to repair and replace all the effective Camrys for free. Now, if you want to see if your Camry is a part of the recall, visit toyota.com slash recall, and you can check using your car's VIN number or your license plate number. Have some very exciting news about Country Summer 2022. Of course, it's going down June 17th, 18th, 19th at the Sonoma County Fairgrounds. Friday, Kelsey Ballerini, Russell Dickerson, Saturday, Blake Shelton, and Sunday, Chris Young and Justin Moore. So many people have been messaging us and they're like, hey, where's the rest of the Country Summer lineup? Well, on Amber and Tanner in the morning at 7.20, next Tuesday, we will announce the next round of performers. And we are so excited to announce it. It's going to be huge. Again, Tuesday, 720, Country Summer 2022 lineup. More of it will be revealed. The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. So the Taylor Swift drama continues. Tanner and I have briefly talked about it on the show. The drama continues because of the re-release of her album Red, Taylor's version. Now, E! News has said that her ex, Jake Gyllenhaal, doesn't care that her new 10-minute version of her song All Too Well is about him. Oh, sure, he doesn't <laughs> care. Oh, I don't care. No, nah, <laughs> nah, that's totally fine. Doesn't affect me emotionally at all. Well, the song is allegedly, if you didn't know, supposed to be about their past relationship and him apparently keeping one of her scarves. I don't know. Apparently, she's accused him of stealing her things and keeping them. But a source has said, Jake has no interest in any of this. He doesn't read the gossip. He doesn't pay to 
attention to any of it. He's just living his life. He's focused on himself and ignoring it, all of the haters. If I'm recollecting correctly, she said in the song that he still has a scarf in his drawer. Right. Which is so creepy to me if that's the case. I mean, if any of my exes, they have anything in mind, just keep it. I don't care. I've probably forgotten about it. These things are just material. And I'm not saying that, like, Taylor Swift cares yeah. about the scarf. She's just wrote it in the song, and it sounds great. Right. But, Tanner, do you have an ex that maybe kept something of yours? What was it? Did you ever get it back? Every ex of mine keeps, like, a token to remember our relationship by. And I think it's Like so, a Dave and Buster's token? I mean, the, I, I wouldn't mind losing that, but <laughs> my first girlfriend took my football sweatshirt and she said she was never going to return it. Mm. And I wish I still had it. And my last partner took a flannel. That was one of my favorite flannels. And she said that I will never get it back, which is fine. I don't want to talk to them anymore, but I'd be a liar if I said I didn't want my sweatshirt and my flannel back. Yeah, like... A foot, your football sweatshirt is like a memento of your childhood, basically. Yeah. I would see why you want that back for sure. And I just guarantee when she got a new boyfriend or whatever, she just threw it away. Stop throwing away. Give it back to me. Maybe Some- she hides it under a pillow at night, Whoa, Tanner. That you, would be crazy. You don't know. That would be wild. <laughs> <laughs> Up is Curtin Mall with Amber and Tanner. Good morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Oh, the holidays are here. We know we aren't quite through Thanksgiving yet, but a lot of people are considering, you know, getting ready for Christmas, getting ready for gift giving. And when it comes to the holidays, 52% of us say that the worst part about the entire holiday season is gift wrapping. No. that That's what the survey says. No way. So much so that 51% of us will have our gifts professionally wrapped instead. You know, my... Nanny, my grandmother, used to go to Belk, the department store, mm-hmm. and get some of her gifts wrapped. But the ones she bought at Belk. Yeah. And it was nice. I think it's smart. You know, I am absolutely horrible at gift wrapping. <laughs> Everyone makes fun of me for my gift wrapping, and they went, oh, must be from Tanner. Well, I I have fun doing it. I'm yeah. not saying I'm the best at it, but I like doing it. I hate it. So I'm shocked. I hate it. It, <laughs> it is. I would say it's not my least favorite thing, but it's definitely up there. Amber, what would you say is your least favorite part of the holidays? I get really stressed out about buying gifts for people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like to give gifts, but I'm, I'm always worried that they're not going to like what I'm getting them. Yeah, then you have that anxiety, and when they open it, you're like, I have the receipt, I have the receipt. Or I'm just <laughs> like, please pretend at least that you like it. Just <laughs> pretend. Put a smile on your face and just love it. My least favorite thing about the holidays is transporting the gifts. You and I, we aren't from Sonoma County. We can't just drive and drop them off. We typically, you know, if we're not going home, we have to ship them. And that is an absolute nightmare because you end up paying more for shipping than any of the actual gifts. And this year, I'm going back home to Washington for uh, Christmas and the holidays this year. And so I got to like fit them Tetris style into luggage. Mm. And so that is not going to be fun at all. And hopefully they won't break or anything like that. (laughs) Fragile. Yeah, very much so. Anna from Cloverdale, what's the most stressful part about the holidays? Shopping and making sure you get something what everybody likes. Yes, exactly. me out. Get in the car and almost fall. I don't know what they want. (laughs) I can't find anything. Yeah, I don't like shopping. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.
What is the clumsiest thing you do or a bad habit that you just cannot seem to break? Uh, we got Caitlin from Windsor on the phone. Now, Caitlin, you were telling us that you seem to have a bad habit of breaking your toe. Now, how did this all start? I was doing some yard work and I had a wheelbarrow full of dirt. I dropped the wheelbarrow on my foot and broke my toe, my big toe in half. And then the next day I stubbed my toe on the coffee table, which I never, like I literally have never stubbed my toe before. And about an hour after that, I dropped the bag of dog food that I was trying to open on it. So yeah, that was just a lot going on. A lot happening there. We need to put her in a in a Bubble. pillow room or something <laughs> like that. I know a lot of people like that. Well, I'm very much like Caitlin. I really have a bad habit of breaking something. It's not toes. I have a really bad habit of breaking wine glasses. Why specifically wine glasses? I'm, I'm, I'm clocking in at like one a week at this point. You're kidding. And no, I'm not kidding. I wish I was. I. <laughs> Do you I, at least buy the cheap ones now? I have started buying like reusable metal ones. Okay. Because every time my fiance brings like new wine glasses home, he pours this glass of wine, I break it. Yesterday I broke one because I was washing dishes and I just like I knocked it over and broke it. Yeah. One time I fell asleep in the bathtub and <laughs> you fell asleep. I fell in the asleep bathtub? in the bathtub and broke the wine glass in the bathtub that I was in. Oh, you gotta get out immediately. So yeah, I don't know what's going on with me and why I keep breaking these things, but Tanner, do you have like a really bad habit that you can't seem to break and like you're just clumsy and can't figure out why. Every single day I eat eggs for breakfast. Every single day. I have to eat eggs. But the problem is, is like I have a certain way I take the eggs out of the fridge where I open the top of it. And for some reason, I'll just tilt my hand a little bit and like three eggs will fall out and hit the ground. You'd think I would have learned my lesson by now, but I have probably broken more eggs in my home than anybody in Sonoma County. Oh, wow. Guaranteed. It's a, it's a challenge. <laughs> Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Who wants a creamy cup of Hidden Valley Ranch eggnog? No one does. No one does. Now, I know we love our ranch here in America, Personally, I love ranch dressing, but this might be going a little bit overboard. Hidden Valley has teamed up with mixologists at Whiskey and Rosemary to quote-unquote ranch up traditional holiday eggnog. Now, the limited edition $50 holiday ranch nog kit comes with two glasses, a gold shaker, uh, Hidden Valley Ranch seasoning packs, and a recipe card to help you, you know, mix up the drink, which they say... And I quote, buries the creamy, slightly sweet elements of eggnog and the savory, cool, and herby flavors of ranch. should say this. So tired of these holiday publicity stunts. Now, I know that Hidden Valley Ranch started here in California. Actually, it has a Bay Area-specific origin. And I, I realize that we have, we should have some pride in Hidden Valley Ranch. But this is so gross to me. When I think of eggnog, I do. I think of sweet and silky holiday drinks. I, I don't think savory, and I certainly don't think 
ranch dressing. I'm never like, you know what would taste good with this eggnog? Ranch dressing. Now, Tanner sold me on the 7-Up eggnog combination. It actually tastes pretty good. But I'm not, I don't see myself dumping ranch dressing in my eggnog. I'm sorry, just don't. And I feel like I'm just really tired of these companies creating all these weird things for publicity. I mean, maybe make something that people actually buy and purchase. Hidden Valley Ranch, I know you got to be doing okay by now. And I'm sure the original owners, Steve and Gail, would be very ashamed if they heard that the company was doing something like this. But Ed from Santa Rosa has sent a message and said, I love eggnog. I've always thought one ingredient was always missing. And that ingredient is cognac. He said, just kidding, I mean ranch. Abby from Kenwood says, I'm the queen of ranch dressing, but that's a hard pass for me. But Joel from Katati says, yum, I will try it. Might be good. Also, Clorox has confirmed that it's not putting any COVID-19 vaccines into its ranch dressings, despite all these conspiracy theories going on about the ranch dressing. But it's good to know that they're adding eggnog into their dressings. But if you love ranch and you want to keep it out of your cocktails, Hidden Valley's Holiday Collection is here with a suitcase, yoga kit, pizza lover's kit, and more while supplies last at HiddenValley.com. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tanner reads headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. Amber has to identify which one is real. It is time for headline in a haystack. Woo! Let's go! (laughs) Amber's record for 2021 is 60 wins and 62 losses. That's okay. It's crunch time. I know you you want a positive record to end out the year, and we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Okay, let's do it. Here's headline number one. Grandmother issued with restraining order to stop feeding carrots to sad horse. Headline number two. Man throws banana peels at cashier and attempts to trip the employee. Headline number three. Woman refuses to use paper bags, sets them on fire. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Could be this any of them. Could be any of them, yeah. I'm going to go with woman, paper bag, setting them on fire. <laughs> that is not the headline in a haystack. Your record is now 60 wins, 63 losses. You want to take another stab at it? A <sighs> uh, man throws banana peels? <laughs> oh my gosh. That is not. The headline in a haystack no either, way. which just leaves one. The grandmother issued with a restraining order to stop feeding carrots to sad horse. No. So Margaret, who is 67 years old, thought Nelson the horse was sad looking and believed that he was underfed. So Margaret began giving him carrots, despite being explicitly asked not to by his owner, Suzanne. Apparently, the owner asked Margaret over 10 times to stop, but she refused to do it. And a <laughs> medical examiner came in, said the horse was healthy as a horse. And uh, because of that, she ended up getting sued and, uh, and slapped a restraining order on it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Headline in a haystack. You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. It's that time of the year for the debate. The debate. The debate. 
Is it pronounced pecan or pecan? Now, according to a new survey by YouGov, pecan pie is America's second favorite pie, followed by or under pumpkin pie. Hmm. Pumpkin pie is number one. Pecan slash pecan pie. Number two. I believe that. Yeah. Pumpkin pie's got to be number one. It's good. It's good stuff. The best. So, Tanner, how do you think it's pronounced? I've heard it all different kinds of ways. How I grew up saying it the way I've learned it, pecan. 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 It has a certain... Pecan. has a certain elegance to it. So, it's not pecan. It's not pecan. It's pecan. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll never forget this girl in my class said once that you can pee in a can, but you can't pee in a con. So hmm. ever since she said that, I thought it was hilarious, and I say pecan now. I'm sorry, but she's wrong. She's <laughs> no, 100% she's wrong. wrong. It's pecan. Um, well, there's a poll that we participated in on Instagram at froggy929 asking, you know, everyone out there, is it pecan or pecan? And this is what you said. 39% said it's pronounced pecan and 61% said it's pecan. All right. So I have pulled up the proper pronunciation Mm. according to Google. Can we have a drum roll, please? Of course. Okay. Pecan. Yes! That's what I'm talking about! Woo! You know what? I think it's a regional thing. And I act whatever you want. <laughs> you can be wrong and say it however you want, but hey, that's okay. Well, what do you think? Call us right now. Is it pecan or pecan? 636-1467. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to be talking to Bryce. He posts a lot on the Nextdoor app and Barry Martindale's going to make him feel like he's being a giant jerk. Let's see if it works. Hello? Hi, is this Bryce? Yeah, it is. Bryce, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. We're located in Katati. I'm contacting you today because I've seen your posts on the Nextdoor app. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, You post quite a bit on the Nextdoor app, and I understand you're trying to make your community better, but what you're actually being is a giant nuisance. Excuse me? You want to elaborate on that? I have a post right in front of me that has you complaining about noise in the neighborhood and you're uh, asking for a sound ordinance to be had in your neighborhood. Is that true? Uh, Yeah, it's true. But like, you know, that's something I think everybody can agree on. What, what time would a good sound ordinance be good for you? I don't know. Anytime after like 10 o'clock at night, maybe 11, I don't know, like within reason. Wow. People weren't lying to me when they told me that you were being a Karen about this. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Somebody said this. Why do you care so much? Why, why, just let your neighbors live their lives. Look, I'm all, hey, listen, I don't know what this is about, but it, it, people can live their lives. But you know what? People have kids, people have jobs, and they don't want to hear people making loud noises at 11, 12, all hours of the night. So you know what? I think I my, my complaints were warranted. Well, your complaints were laughed at. How does that make you feel? 
I don't. I don't believe that at all. How, why would you say that? Well, because your neighbors have contacted me to talk to you about this because it is technically a false report and a false complaint on the Nextdoor app. And if you have another complaint about the sound ordinance, you'll be fined fifty dollars. I, I don't even remotely believe that. I think you're full of crap, and uh, I, I don't see how how you could possibly prove that I'm making a false report. Like, come on. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, well, that, that might explain it. Okay. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. 250 strands of light, 100 individual bulbs per strand. So I saw an ad for... Harry Potter Christmas Village on Facebook. What? And I am contemplating buying it. It's it's like 60 bucks and it's so cute. I love it. I don't have room for it in my apartment, but I swear I will find the room for this. When you say Christmas Village, like how ba- how big is this? It's not very big. It's like two little houses and it's got oh, the Harry okay. it's got the Harry Potter characters in there so it's got like Harry, Hermione and Ron and then I think it comes with like a little like train the train doesn't move but it's really cool. cute like the Hogwarts Express My mom had those Christmas villages but I've never heard of a Harry Potter themed one or a themed one like that before Right and you know I have a friend that uh her parents go all out for Christmas, their entire house is full of these villages. No kidding. And I think they've spent upwards of $30,000 on their Christmas decorations over the years. And they have a, basically an entire storage shed that's just dedicated to all their Christmas decorations. I hope and aspire to be like that someday. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Like I, That's why I want to buy this Harry Potter Christmas village because it's the beginning of a wonderful Christmas decorating adventure. Totally. Totally. I mean, do you know someone that goes all out for Christmas, kind of like my uh, friends? Personally, I do not. However, I enjoy driving towards uh, Circle Drive and Roner Park every single year because they are all decked out in lights. Like, Circle Drive and Roner Park has some of the best Christmas lights I have ever seen in my life. Well, we've got Amanda from Sebastopol on the phone. Amanda, who in your life goes like a little overboard with their Christmas and their Christmas decorations. My grandmother-in-law is so into Christmas. Oh. She has anywhere from five to eight Christmas trees. Whoa. Um, all of them are decorated as the Grinch, which is crazy because you think they would run out of decorations, <laughs> right. you know, as that theme. Um, but yeah, she goes crazy about food and, you know, with dinner and everything. She even has Christmas lights inside that are hung up on the wall, wow. not just outside um and normally i mean her yard is lit you can see it a mile down the road <laughs> like a cup of coffee and a sunrise the crew is up and the coffee is ready hey good morning amber and tanner mornings froggy 92.9 what's the most important thing to look for when you're looking for a new home getting some great responses on facebook facebook.com slash amber and tanner in the morning matt from santa rosa says Number one thing is the neighborhood, and I'm assuming he means like it's a good, it's a safe neighborhood. The vibe is right. Alicia from Runner Park said price for sure. Uh, Becky from Santa Rosa says the windows and size of the bedrooms. So Tanner, I guess when you make your next move, get out that measuring tape. Yeah, especially for those windows. (laughs) Everyone's going to roll their eyes at me, but I'm looking to move again. (laughs) Uh This will be my fourth move. 
in almost three years of living in Sonoma County. Well, why do you want to move again? Well, I want to move again. Well, specifically, my apartment just isn't that great. It's okay. tiny. I have asbestos ceilings, which is a health hazard. I don't have a dishwasher. I don't have um, heat, really. I tried to turn no, on the heat last night. No, I didn't know that. No, it didn't work. Uh, and I That's also want a washer and dryer. I'm sick and tired of going to the laundromat. Yeah, I can't imagine how that must be. Uh, I mean, a lot of people have to do it, and I'm right there with you, but I don't enjoy doing it myself. I am someone that procrastinates a lot on household stuff, and my laundry will just pile up and pile up and pile up because I don't want to go to the laundromat. No one does. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. That's exactly why I moved into an apartment specifically that had one in the unit. Yeah. You remember when we first moved here, the apartment we had didn't have one in it, and my fiance had a fit. Mm-hmm. He was like, no, 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 we're not moving in this unit. It doesn't have a washer and dryer. You told us there was a washer and dryer in this unit, yeah. and they moved us that day. <laughs> <laughs> I think the issues that I keep running into is that I just need to get in a place because you know my lease was running up. I got to find a cheap place as soon as possible. In my situation, I'm on month to month right now. Oh, I had no idea. So I can be really picky, and I can be really choosy about the place that I pick wherever it is. And so I'm, okay. I'm really excited. I'm really tired of moving. It's exhausting. It's expensive. It's physically exhausting. And so I'm hoping that the next place I find is my long-term place here in Sonoma County. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of agree with what Alicia was saying. Price is something that you should look for when moving into a place. Yeah. And I agree with you that a washer and dryer is a must. It is a must. I will not <laughs> live point. without one ever again. Yes. <laughs> Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. It is time for the Amber Showdown. And we're giving away what? We're giving away a $25 gift card to Oliver's, and you'll be entered to win a full Thanksgiving meal. But you got to give us a call right now. 6361-HOP. Lisa from Santa Rosa. Lisa from Santa Rosa, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Absolutely. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Once you're done, Lisa, we're going to bring Amber back in and see how the two of you score. Okay, sounds great. You want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Amber, get out the door. (laughs) Half a point bonus rewarded. Amber's running out the door as we speak. Here's question number one. The White House is planning to pardon two turkeys today named Peanut Butter and Jelly. Can you guess which peanut butter brand sold the most jars last year? Yippee. That is incorrect. Question number two. Kelsey Ballerini says that filling in for Kelly Clarkson on The Voice was a highlight of the year for her. Name Kelsey Ballerini's husband. Okay, here's question number three. Paul Rudd is going to host Saturday Night Live on December 18th. Paul Rudd is in the Marvel Universe. What superhero does he play? Spider-Man. That is incorrect. Question number four. Chris Stapleton says that being famous can sometimes be annoying. Name Chris Stapleton's most recent album that won the CMA Album of the Year. Oh, boy. It's not my day. Don't know. I'll give you an X. Here's question number five. Apple's electric car could debut as early as 2025. Who is the founder of Apple? Steve Jobs. That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber, Lisa from Santa Rosa. These are tough today. Got one and a half out of five. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) Uh-oh. Let's see how I do. Question one. The White House is planning to pardon two turkeys today named Peanut Butter and Jelly. Can you guess which peanut butter brand sold the most jars last year? Oh, Jif? 
That is correct. Uh-oh. Amber, you're up one to zip. Literally can't think of another peanut butter brand. <laughs> There's Skippy. That was Lisa's guess. Oh, uh, okay. Question number two. Kelsey Ballerini says that filling in for Kelly Clarkson on The Voice was the highlight of the year for her. Name Kelsey Ballerini's husband. Morgan Evans. That is correct. Amber, you're up two to zip. Question number three. Paul Rudd is going to host Saturday Night Live on December 18th. Paul Rudd is in the Marvel Universe. What superhero does he play? Ant-Man. That is correct. Amber, you're up three to zip. Here's question number four. Chris Stapleton says that being famous can sometimes be annoying. Name Chris Stapleton's most recent album that won this year's CMA Album of the Year. Um... Starting over. That is correct. Amber, you're up four to zip. And Amber, you can get a perfect sweep right now. Apple's electric car could debut as early as 2025. Who is the founder of Apple? Steve Jobs. Perfect five out of five for Amber compared to Lisa from Santa Rosa's one and a half. Lisa, so sorry you're not the champion of the Amber Showdown. That's okay. Lisa, thank you so much for participating in the Amber Showdown. And because you did that, you're still getting that $25 gift card to Oliver's Market. Thank you. Not only that, Lisa, but one lucky winner will be upgraded to win a full Thanksgiving dinner from Oliver's Market. That's great. But, Lisa, you got to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. You're going to Oliver's Market with $25 in your pocket, thanks to which morning show? With Amber and Tanner. Froggy, 92.9. And it's a great We do Great Day to Be Alive every single Friday. It's our time to talk about all the bad stuff that happened to us during the week. And how do we wash that off? We got to, you know, move our hands and everything and get ready for the weekend. And it's a great day to be alive. Amber, you want to kick us off? So I have briefly talked about this on the show, but uh, I broke my third wine glass this month yesterday while I was doing dishes. And it's a great day. Not allowed to have glass cups anymore, apparently. <laughs> do you have metal ones now? I, I think do, that's what yeah. you're saying earlier. Aluminum. <laughs> so I ran out of gas this week for the first time ever, and my gas gauge lied to me, and now I have trust issues. And it's a great day to be alive. Well, I ordered food yesterday. I actually ended up walking to the restaurant, you know, trying to get my steps in. I didn't check the bag of food before I left. They didn't have all my food. I got home, realized it, and had to walk all the way back to the restaurant. And it's a great day to be alive. Hey, at least you got those extra steps, I suppose. I guess. Well, speaking of ordering food, uh, my DoorDash driver, he delivered uh, my food to my door. But here's the problem. It wasn't my door. And he delivered it to one of my neighbors. So I thought I had to be sneaky to go get it, which made me even more suspicious. And it's a great Well, I spilled coffee all over my new rug, but you know what? It's okay because it's a multicolored rug and you can barely see it. <laughs> and it's a great day to be alive. What did you use to clean it up? Asking for a friend? <laughs> uh, basically just towels. Cool. Nice. <laughs> I didn't do very well. <laughs> Shout out to those towels. Uh, so I am driving up for Thanksgiving next week because of how expensive it is how expensive it is to draw, to fly right now. Jeez, words are hard this morning. Uh, but here's the thing. Our car needs some repairs before we go, and it's going to cost more to fix up the car than it was just to go on an airplane. And it's a great day to be alive. So are you flying now? <sighs> no, because 
flights are even oh, more okay, expensive okay. now compared to when I first looked. So ah, it's a great day to be alive. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9.